The Jeff O'Neill Show welcomes to the telephone this person. Big Bad John. Oh, Johnny, go, go. I don't give a damn. I'm the man. Come round. No, no, nothing can break. No, nothing can break me down. I'm the man. Ladies and gentlemen, the supreme leader, the man who hired Dr. Bonnie Henry, he's the premier of British Columbia, his worship, our friend, John Horgan. John Horgan. Hi, John. Hey, good morning. Good morning, crew. How you doing? Doing very good, uh, John. Thank you for being on time. Uh, you were very punctual. You called us at exactly nine. We made you wait on hold for a minute or two, but we wanted to confirm that we can still call you Jojo Ho, and uh, yes, we can. You can do whatever you like. You can do whatever you like. Oh, we have that on tape. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, John, welcome Good back. Good to hear you. I've, I've missed you. It's been a while. Scott, when was the last time we talked to John Horgan? It was right after we got him elected, and yeah. then we haven't heard from him since. Yeah, you've been ducking I us know. for two and a half years. There's gratitude <laughs> for you, I tell you. No, I got I got, I got, got the O'Neill in the morning bump, and that put me over the top, and then I never called back. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, John Horgan, welcome back. Happy Cinco de Mayo on Taco Tuesday, and it's, of course, part of your duties to recognize these sorts of things. Uh, feels like we've had our fill of... Corona, doesn't it? Eh, eh. <laughs> exactly. I'm going straight to the tequila now. I'm, I'm leaving the Corona <laughs> in the bottle. Uh, what announcements are you uh, working on for later this week that you can tell us about right now? Do we get details on perhaps restaurants reopening and uh, how that's going to look? Because wasn't there going to be a, uh, a capacity of 25% moving forward? Well, we're going to be uh, making some uh, statements on Wednesday. That's tomorrow, I guess. Bonnie laid out uh, how successful British Columbians have been in, in listening to what she's had to say. And we've flattened the curve better than any other province in the country, quite frankly. And that's uh, props to everyone in B.C. for for abiding by the physical distancing and and washing your hands as regularly as possible, all those issues. Uh, But now we have to start looking to the future. And and my view on on restaurants and on uh, personal services is that it won't be successful until the public is comfortable to go back into those restaurants. So Ian Tostenson from the Restaurant Association has been working with uh, WorkSafe BC, with uh, public health officials, to try and find the way forward so that the uh, operations can be uh, safe, uh, whether it be a larger restaurant or a smaller place. And, and then, again, we'll have to see if the public are prepared to show up. And that, that really depends on the level of confidence. And I, I think people can be confident that, that they have done the hard work over the past uh, eight weeks now, since Bonnie and Adrian and I did a a press conference on March 5th, uh, announcing that we had some trouble coming down our our road, and people have responded very well, and now we'll see how we go forward from here. Do we remind the Premier to keep his answers short uh, at this uh, time? (laughs) This isn't a podcast. We need a lightning round. Lightning round. (laughs) Oh, we're ready for the lightning round. That's coming up in a few minutes. John, if you could could only choose one team to greenlight back to action post-COVID, do you go Vancouver Canucks, Vancouver Whitecaps, BC Lions? Oh, tough one. Uh, I love uh, all three of them. I'd go Canucks because they were having such a great season. And in fact, we're working on that very issue with uh, the NHLPA and uh, the Canucks. And uh, we'll see how that unfolds. Uh, Dr. Henry's a big hockey fan. She believes that I don't think we're going to have bums in seats, but uh, we'll be able to watch games on television. I, I didn't watch game four of the 2011 Chicago Vancouver series because I knew that we lost, right? The first three games were great. But then I lost interest because I knew we, we lost a couple of games after that. So we want to see live hockey. Uh, I'm a huge Lions fan. I used to cry myself to sleep when they would lose in the 70s. So I'd love to see the Lions back. And, and quite frankly, uh, soccer might be the best game to uh, bring back because the field's so big and they don't touch each other. They just roll around periodically. 
Oh, soccer boom, shade. Boom. Oh, uh, John, when do you think schools will be back in session in BC? Parents doing their best homeschooling need to yeah. know. Well, it's going to be a gradual thing, uh, uh, Karen. It's going to start, uh, you know, we'll make an announcement tomorrow. Uh, Rob Fleming, the minister, has been working with parents, teachers, uh, trustees, and others to have a gradual restart. Obviously, uh, first responders and and uh, healthcare workers, children are in school now. Some of the uh, people with learning disabilities, learning challenges are in school now. So uh, we won't be back to full operation until September, but there'll be a gradual increase of the number of in-class opportunities for kids. But uh, people are responding pretty well to the virtual stuff. And, and I think, again, it's a, it's a comfort level with parents, uh, whether they're in a position to, to look at June as a time when they want to have their kids back in school. We'll certainly have that available to them. But we're not forcing anyone to go back because, quite frankly, the people are uneasy, rightly so, about uh, uh, COVID-19. And we don't want to force people to go shopping. We don't want to force people to go to restaurants. We don't want to force people into schools. But we need to make sure those services are available for people. Talking to John Horgan, he is the Premier of British Columbia. We asked uh, listeners uh, to submit their questions uh, to you, and we'll get to those in a sec, including this one from Bruce. Could you ask Jojo Ho, and that's how Bruce said it, not us, but <laughs> could you ask Jojo Ho, how soon does the government plan on exercising a COVID tax to all of us? And if he says they aren't going to, uh, how are we going to recoup the COVID money that's being distributed? Which is a solid question. Over to you. It is. It is. And uh, the challenge with, uh, I mean, we, we had a balanced budget, like, Two, two and a half months ago, uh, and uh, we don't anymore, obviously. Uh, revenues have fallen off a cliff, uh, uh, so we don't have the, the money coming in for the services going out. Uh, this is not unusual. It's the entire world is in this situation. But we were in a pretty good spot uh, in February, and so uh, we had balanced the budget for a p- couple of years now, and, and basic Keynesian economics says that you, uh, you, know, you save when times are good and you spend when times are bad, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're trying to fill... Uh, the gaps uh, in federal programs. 407,000 British Columbians have applied for the emergency worker benefit that we uh, announced on Friday. Wow. 400,000, already 300,000 have been approved. So a lot of people are, are looking to uh, uh, get some revenue in their own homes so they can pay their bills. And uh, that's, uh, that's the appropriate thing for government to do. That's happening across the country. Uh, how we're going to pay for that will be gradual uh, and it'll be over a longer period of time. That's the advantage of having a, a good set of books uh, before this thing started. Talking to uh, John Horgan. John, you seem to have done something maybe by accident, who knows, but you let Dr. Bonnie Henry shine during this pandemic. Some politicians would not want to share the spotlight, but uh, she is definitely in charge of uh, information that we're getting on a daily basis. Are you a little bit jealous that there's no Horgan Fluvogs? And uh, <laughs> what does your tribute shoe look like? Is it closer to a croc or a steel toe? What do you got? It's a Doc Martin. I wear Doc Martens. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So uh, I have for uh, 25 years. They're shaped like feet, man. Why wouldn't you wear them? Uh, so, like so that's uh, so I would uh, I would very much like uh, uh, Doc Martin to have a John Horgan shoe if I was going to get a shoe. But uh, as for Dr. Henry, uh, she's just uh, outstanding. Uh, she is as as real as she appears in her briefings. Uh, she her professionalism is uh, extraordinary. Her experience. Uh, I mean, it, we're we're so fortunate in British Columbia to have her. Uh, heading up our public health response to what has been a generational challenge. And and as for sharing space, uh, I'm a team sports guy. I've always been of the view that uh, you give the ball to the person who's having the best game. That's uh, just how I've lived my life, and that's how that's the type of leadership I'm bringing to our government. Uh, Adrian Dix and I have been friends for 35 years. I have complete confidence in him, and he's demonstrated without any doubt 
that there's no detail that he doesn't have command of. And the two of them together, I think, are a perfect complement to give people comfort that we're focused on this. Uh, other people on the team, uh, David Eby, Mike Farnworth, Carol James, I go through the whole list, uh, Selena Robinson. Uh, I have complete confidence in them all. I've given them a job to do, and they're doing it. And that's just my style. Others uh, would like to elbow people out of the way and grab the microphone. Uh, I'm just, I'm not that interested in that. And, and I'm not worried about votes at this point. I'm worried about British Columbians. And that's what I think they expect from me. I uh, never heard of that Adrian Dix guy before. But you, you, speaking of votes there, Jojo Ho, next year you got an election. You're going to have to wow us. Will you give us our next BC public holiday the day after Halloween or the day after the Super Bowl? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, or no time next- change. Well, we're doing well. We're on the time change thing. The challenge there is that we wanted to do it with Washington, Oregon, and California, and all of them have agreed. In fact, two of the three states have passed legislation, but there's this one problem. The guy uh, in Washington, who's kind of Washington D.C., has disrupted what we would call normal government. So those pieces of legislation that have been passed at the state level require congressional ap- approval, and they don't approve anything in Congress these days. So. That's a challenge. Uh, I talked to uh, the, the North, uh, UConn Premier Sandy Silver. He's adopted, yeah, no, I'm not making that up, Sandy Silver. Uh, he, uh, he's adopted <laughs> the, same, the, same approach, the same approach that I have. So uh, we're going to, we've, we've gone, we've leaped forward or sprung forward, I should say, to daylight savings time. That's what the overwhelming number of British Columbians wanted us to do. And my, my bet is we're going to stay there, but we're going to just monitor. This is an extraordinary set of circumstances. We couldn't have predicted where we are today. And so we're going to just go through the summer and see how it goes before we make any final announcement on that. Talking to the Premier, John Horgan, here's another uh, question from a listener. Joe the Italian here. My question for John Horgan is, what is the single biggest lesson learned that you've taken away as a politician from COVID-19 and this pandemic? And the second part of that question is, what's the one thing you're going to work on to be a better politician and public representative? Two good questions. They are. Uh, what I, what, what I, my big takeaway, quite frankly, is... Uh, is how approachable people are when there's a common purpose. Uh, I've been working with, uh, very effectively with the opposition. Uh, there's no partisanship in BC right now. A couple of shots lately from the opposition, and that's appropriate. That's how our system works. But when uh, we laid out the facts to the, uh, the BC Liberals and the BC Greens, uh, there was not a second of uh, you're up to something. It was how can we work together? And then from that point on, every phone call I've made, every... Uh, conference call I've been on, and there are about 10,000 of them, it seems to me, over the past two months. There's not a person that hasn't said, how can I help? What can I do? And uh, regardless of where they come from, their economic status, uh, what part of the province they're in, that's been the point of view. So my takeaway is that uh, people in British Columbia are as kind and decent as you would want them to be, and in difficult times, that's really shone through. Uh, How can I be a better politician? Uh, I'm going to just keep going until I can't do it anymore. I've been 15 years as an elected representative, and I never thought I'd ever do this before. It wasn't something I set out to do. So it's kind of by accident, the accidental premiers <laughs> in, in a certain way. And so I'm going to keep just being myself. And uh, when people get tired of that, I'm sure they'll let me know. What is, and this is a real talk with John Horgan this morning, what is an acceptable time to have your first cocktail? Ooh. <laughs> well, with from you home. guys, it's about now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think have, that's the right answer in all circumstances. We have a song for that one. Why not now? Why, why not? not? Why not now? <laughs>
Uh, John, I know we're running out of time here. I got two more questions, one serious, one not so serious. You can decide which is which. Uh, okay. We had this one here from Adam who sent this text in. Are the snowbirds vaccinating us? Which is a theory that uh, was... Uh, was uh, Chemtrails, man. Chemtrails. <laughs> yes. Are they going to be vaccinating us slowly across this country? And then the second question from Stephanie and Mission. Uh, do you have a ponytail? Uh well, uh, I don't have a lot of hair. I'm working on a ponytail because I haven't had a haircut in a while. My uh, my barber, she uh, sent me a text saying, are you seeing someone else? You look like you've had a haircut. And I said, no, it's just falling out faster, and I'm tucking it behind my ears. <laughs> so uh, so she's still, I still have my relationship with Deb the barber. But uh, on the on the snowbirds, uh, yeah, I just I love them. I, all of those, uh, their musical ride, these iconic symbols of who we are as Canadians, uh, I think it's great that they're out flying around the country. I don't think there's any vaccinating going on with that. And uh, what was the other question? The uh, serious one? Well, uh, you get to decide oh. whether the uh, the uh, the chemtrails or the ponytail was the serious one. That was oh, the ponytail. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, fair I, enough. I have. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's not working for me the hair thing anymore. So I had a bunch I'll of on that. I had a bunch of rapid fire questions, but I think we ran out of time. Do we have thirty more seconds? I can run through some of these. What else has he fire got to rate. do? Yeah, you know what? When you get off the phone with us, what else do you have to do? Do you have time for this? I have, yeah, by all means. I, I'm just going to start another phone call, so uh, and right. it won't be as enjoyable as this. Okay, 30 <laughs> second shot clock with the Premier of the Province, John Horgan. If you're ready, there's no wrong answers. Here we go. John Horgan, who plays you in the movie of your life? Well, we've done this before, and I, I went with Martin Sheen, but instead I'd like to go with uh, uh, Martin Sheen. <laughs> what, is, what is the last show that you binge watched? Oh, I uh, watched uh, Outer Banks. Just, hey. I, I plowed through that. And Glitch, it's an Australian show. You guys should watch it. Uh, three series, it's really good. Favorite city or town in B.C. that you don't live in? Uh, that I don't live in, Souk. Favorite Canadian band or artist, and you can't say Sky Diggers? Serena Ryder. Oh, hey, we, we do have some Sky Diggers for you, though. Oh, I'm right on. Uh, we, we didn't have time for the, uh, I wanted to know, nickname that your wife has for you. Jay. Straight up, Jay. Jay. Yeah. Hey, speaking of your wife, uh, Jojo, back in February, you had protesters on your front lawn ruining your yeah. wedding anniversary. Did you yeah. have Did you have plans, or was that a plant because you forgot to save your butt? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a long way to go to get out of a wedding anniversary. Yeah, no, I uh, uh, we uh, that was a, that was a tough day, and um, it's still there's still ramifications from that. But I got to tell you. Again, uh, that seems like a thousand years ago, and the kindness and generosity that have been uh, expressed to not just me, but to my spouse, who's pretty, uh, she's visible in the community, she's always out helping people. She was very sad, and she's not a sad person. Uh, we, I've not known her to be despondent in 36 years, uh, but she's really rebounded because people are so focused on being generous right now. So that, that moment of unhappiness has passed, but it was a, it was a lousy day for sure. For sure. One more question, we'll let you go. It's not like you're not a big enough deal for us, but any chance we can get Dr. Bonnie Henry's phone number? <laughs> no, it, it's uh, it's a <laughs> private number, but uh, you know what? I will let her. I will let her know. She would. She's tailor made for this program. I'll let her know that you're interested, Jeff, and we'll see where we go from there. All right. Follow this man on Twitter at JJ Horgan or John Any final words from you, uh, John Horgan? Uh, no, just uh, I, I wish I could be back in the studio. I, I think, Scotty, we're 1-1 in our uh, table hockey uh, standings. <laughs> and you uh, cheated nice. on that first one. <laughs> I, I, know, I think I, I got video evidence of the first one, man. Video evidence. There he is, but, the man uh, in charge. I, 
I'd, I'd love to come in and have a drink anytime and maybe play a little bit of table hockey. Brilliant. John Horgan, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Take it easy, guys. The Jeff O'Neill Show. Hey, this is Premier John Horgan, and there are only two things I like, making BC a better province and turning off the Jeff O'Neill Show. Worst morning show ever. Weekdays 6 to 10 on the world-famous Fox. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.